Hi, Spark family. My name is Kevin. And over the last couple weeks at Spark Services, we've had some unfortunate technical difficulties, which meant that the messages did not get recorded. Some of you have noticed that we haven't posted May 1st and May 8th's message. We sincerely apologize about this technical difficulty. And what I'm doing in this episode is giving you my brief summary of the main points and ideas that were shared by Rabbi Chaim from May 1st and Pastor Danielle from May 8th. While I recognize that this will be insufficient and inadequate to the fullness of the messages that they shared, we hope that at least this very brief summary will help you still feel connected to the content and to the community of Spark Church. Thank you so much for being our wider extended digital family. And here are two brief summaries of May 1st and May 8th messages from Spark Church. On May 1st, Rabbi Chaim Kratinsky of Congregation Eitz Chaim, the synagogue where Spark rents space, shared on the counting of the Omer. It is a practice in Judaism that coincides with the Feast of Passover, a commandment that is given to uh, anticipate the giving of the Torah on Mount Sinai that is given by God 50 days after Passover on the holiday of Shavuot, which is translated the Feast of Weeks in Hebrew, Christians will know this festival by the Greek name Pentecost. One of the songs that Chaim shared was Min HaMetzar by Deborah Mintz and the Hadar Ensemble. Here's a brief sample of that song that you can find on YouTube. The lyrics are from Psalm 118 and they read, In distress I called out to God. God answered me and brought me relief. God is on my side. I have no fear. What can a person do to me? Chaim then went on to share how the season of counting is a period of refinement, a period of personal transformation. And one of those movements is from the narrow to the expansive. The Hebrew word for Egypt is the word Mitzrayim, which many have translated as bondages, but it also connotes a narrow place. And so one of the spiritual transformations that takes place is a liberation from the narrow place from which you call out to God. And God answers with expansiveness and openness and capaciousness. Now, this kind of idea could have several layers of meaning. One of them being perhaps more open to God. One of them being more open to the world. One of them being more open to those around you. Uh, Maybe another possible meaning is being more open to mystery. Another possible meaning could come in seeing our liberation from constraint and the boundaries that we subject ourselves to. Haim then went on to share uh, a realization that comes from this openness, which is a recognition that we really didn't know what we thought we knew. And it follows, therefore, that we don't currently know what we think we know. And this, according to Rabbi Yadaya Bedersi, a 14th century ethicist, is the ultimate purpose of knowing, to know 
that we don't know. <laughs> On May 8th, Pastor Danielle shared from the opening passages in the Gospel according to John, and she discussed the process of discipleship and how it wasn't just about learning, but was actually through the process of living life together. And so Jesus' call to follow is in accordance with the discipleship system of his day, that students would leave their home and actually follow their rabbi, meaning live after their rabbi. Now, this would absolutely include interpretations as well. So not only do you do what your rabbi does, but you also follow and think about it and interpret teachings in the way that your rabbi does. The word given to these interpretations is the Hebrew word halakha, which quite literally means to walk, to walk after, to go. Danielle then shared about how in our context, there's been a lot of discussion on the kinds of churches that exist, specifically in the area of social engagement. And while many of these kinds of engagement are classified or categorized in certain socio-political categories or along a socio-political spectrum, she communicated that for Spark, our engagement with what we call gospel justice is not because we are attempting or striving to be progressive or liberal or any other socio-political category or label. For Spark, our engagement with gospel justice is because of discipleship, because of this model and calling that we find in the gospel accounts. Our engagement with justice issues is because we are followers of Jesus. She went on to discuss how the other followers of Jesus, the early disciples, asked serious questions. And she called us to do the same, to ask serious and curious questions of our rabbi, of our teachings, of life. She said, and I quote, Jesus invites us to ask, to follow, to abide, to walk with him, like him. Jesus invites us on the journey, showing us the way. And as we travel, we will discover more questions. We will be invited to come and see and to follow. Again, my friends, I know that these summaries are very, very short in comparison to the totality of the messages that were given. But again, I hope that this summary was helpful for all of you, for our online Spark community, and for Sparkers who wanted to go back and review. And we apologize for the technical difficulties. We'll do better in the future. But most of all, thank you for your gracious understanding. As always, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at www.spark.church. Thanks, friends. <music>